Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> So here we are, the last yeah. of April. We've got one more movie to not fuck up. Do you think we one can do more it? One chance to get it. I, I, I believe in us. I think we've, yeah. we've learned a lesson from the last, uh, last few times that we've been made fools this April. And uh, I, don't think, I don't think we'll be fooled again in the month of April. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, also shame on me both times because I'm the one doing it. Um, <laughs> But you know, can't get fooled again. It can't get fooled again. We've got it this time. We're totally watching Top Gun. Uh, there's the new movie Top Gun Maverick coming out. Um, actually, speaking of being fooled, I was actually fooled into thinking that there was a Top Gun two and that Top Gun Maverick was the third. But it was actually a comedy short called Top Gun Two Traffic School, yes. where it was like a parody of the three main characters having to go to traffic school for driving. <laughs> Which that and actually it, sounds fun. That actually sounds really funny, right? It's like a pair, like it was like an SNL skit almost, like like a little short. I think that's actually really funny. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, if we ever do uh, a Top Gun marathon outside of just the one, we'll have to add that into the mix. We'll do Top Gun, Top Gun Two, Traffic School, Top Gun Maverick, and we can watch the 1955 Western Top Gun. Uh, a gunslinger returns to his hometown to warn him of an impending outlaw gang attack, but he's met with hatred and fear for his previous killings. <laughs> look, okay, look, guys, I know I killed most everyone in this town, but for real, other people are coming here to kill you. You gotta trust me. I mean, would I lie to you? I told you I killed the, your family and friends. <laughs> Only one man had the guts to fight back. <laughs> the same uh, guy. Hey, listen, you can't come and kill these people. These are my people to kill. Oh my god, the the actor names in this are great. Sterling Hayden. Great. And uh Regis Toomey and <laughs> Hugh Sanders. Uh they sound like made up names. Like Regis <laughs> Toomey is like read this to me. <laughs> Huge are these like Bart Simpson Moe's Tavern prank phone call people? <laughs> like these aren't real names. Huge ass. Yeah, huge ass. Hey everybody, I got a huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Michael, I have been playing catch up lately uh on on my 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 pop culture and then i uh, we started moon night yesterday oh man that show's so, so good so we, we got th we got through the the first three episodes and uh 
there's I'm I'm still like a little bit of like okay what where are they going with this but yep. like it's yep. really well done the music is incredible the like the visuals are great and like I don't know a shit ton about the Moon Knight character I like I remember him from when I read comics and when I used to collect the the trading cards and whatnot as a kid so yeah. like and like this is this is neat because again like this is a lesser known character that uh still like there's this whole world to explore with him and Oscar Isaac is great. It's like yeah. essentially playing like multiple characters and then it's like really, really great. And it's like uh, <laughs> Ethan Hawke, uh, who once again, I have to apologize for forgetting he exists. <laughs> yeah. I, I. What is it with Ethan Hawke that we, we keep forgetting that he's like a real person? And the thing is, is like every time we see him, we're like, oh, yeah, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, he's, Ethan he's, Hawke. A, he's a good actor. Like yeah. I love everything he's been in. But it is the same time where you see him and you're like. Wait, who's that guy? And you're like, oh, oh fuck, Ethan. Hunt. This is the best Kevin Bacon performance I've seen. Oh, wait, that's <laughs> Ellen actually like, is that, Ke- like is that Kevin Bacon? Bacon? I was like, no, but like I understand why you asked no, that. And I don't remember uh, who it is. Uh, what's his face? He's the guy that uh, he was in the uh, fucking, you know. <laughs> the, with the things. Yeah. You know, that guy. Yeah. Uh yeah, what a good show. I the the, uh, the transitions. When like especially in the first episode when he he transitions and then like time has passed and you see you yeah. know like you'll see him like go and then it cuts and like everybody's beat the fuck up and he's like oh my god what the fuck like I loved all of those That's transitions so and they kept it going um, mm. it's it's been a really cool show and I like that in the third episode they implied that we're getting his other alter ego too because mm-hmm. you know because he is has did yeah um so that's very exciting that we'll get to see the other you know they're like wait a minute it wasn't you he's like it wasn't me he's like are you sure he's like yeah he's like uh <laughs> the, the, scene, the scenes where he's uh fighting the like spectral jackal or whatever and no one else can see it like i think are really great examples of how an actor uh has to like act to cg right like because when we get to see the fight scenes where like like you know from other people's perspective where you can't see the monster it just looks like he's kind of like swinging wildly and like (laughs) dancing around and everyone's like oh he's drunk uh which like again goes to like his credit as an actor to be able to do that because i'm sure they give him like a tennis ball on a stick or whatever as his reference right to just be looking at (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really good. I was, uh, I'm very pleased with the show. Um, you know, so there has been this big, uh, controversy, I guess, controversy. Um, but there's this been this big thing on, uh, specifically TikTok and, and more specifically like nerd TikTok where people are talking about the Marvel shows that the biggest issue, all the Marvel shows on Disney plus on specifically the Disney plus ones suffer mm-hmm. from is rewatchability because of the pacing of the, of the shows. And so the opinion is, is that once you watch through them, you're like, wow, that was really great. You know? And if anyone's like, Ooh, do you want to go back and watch it again? You're like, mm. Mm, I don't I don't think so. Cause like I loved WandaVision. I remember mm-hmm. watching along with WandaVision and being like, holy shit, this is really fucking cool. Like I loved how unique it was and how it yeah. you know traversed the different sitcom styles. Uh, you know, Captain America and or or you know, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, another great example. Great, great show. Like all the characters were great. I loved the storyline. Loki, same thing. I really, really loved the Loki series. 
Yeah. But I, like, in my mind, I, even now, I was like, oh, I should go back and watch WandaVision because, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness is coming out in, like, a week. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, I should go back and watch WandaVision or Loki. And I'm like, yeah, I just... I don't wanna like. It seems like an eff too much effort almost. Yeah, I don't like. There are very few exceptions, and I'm mostly talking about Futurama and Disenchanted. Uh, but there, yeah. there are very few times where I find myself wanting to rewatch a television show. Uh, and I know that other people like they've got like I know some people that just will like like The Office is a big one or like Friends or whatnot. Yeah. They'll watch it all the way through and then start over again. Shit, like Ellen did that with Shit's Creek like three times in a row. And like for some, like, you know, Ew, it's a comfort Dave. thing. And uh, there's been studies that like, you know, people with anxiety prefer to rewatch things because they, they're, they, it's comforting. They know what right. to expect. And then, yeah, it's predictable. Exactly. And like, I will rewatch movies all the time. And Ellen has called me out on like, you know, saying that I didn't want to rewatch a TV show, but then wanting to like rewatch a movie. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I like, don't want to watch that show. Let's put on Scott Pilgrim again. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and that's fair. But like, I think a big part of it is like, it, it is a much bigger commitment to say, I'm going to rewatch a TV show. Even if it's only like a six to eight episode miniseries. Yeah. That's still a bigger time commitment than to say, I'm going to rewatch this hour and a half to two hour long film. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things, uh, one of the things that I think gets me about is that, like, I love, like, WandaVision is a really great example. I love WandaVision, but I love it for all of the little bits mm -hmm. and the big, I mean, really, it just comes down to, like, the last two episodes. Same thing with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's the mm -hmm. last two episodes. Loki, the last, like, three episodes where they actually get, you know, passed into the the sort of in-between multiverse and they meet Kang yeah. uh, and all that sort of thing. Like, that's... That's the part I really want to relive that moment. I don't want to relive all of the leading up to part. Like that to me was the most exciting part. And I feel like if if they were to make like a Loki movie, it really would like that. They would have cut the whole, like they would have done the first episode and the last three episodes and that's it. And the whole mm -hmm. mill would have been cut, um, which is fine. I mean, which is fine. That's, you know, because you only get two hours versus, you know, six to eight hours or whatever it is. And I think that that's, that's where it is. And, and Hawkeye is another great example of like the first two episodes were really exciting. And then the last like two episodes, you know, when fucking Kingpin shows up, you're like, what the fuck? Like those are the yeah. really, really exciting parts and they're in their costume and the whole thing. But like the whole middle, it was still really good. I just, I can't, I didn't want to go back and watch it though. Cause I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, they do the thing and she's deaf and her dad might be this guy. And okay, great. Like, yep. just show me the end now, you know? And, like, you know, last, uh, I think, not, was it this? I don't remember. Like, recently. So, not this past New Year, but the the, the previous one. So, the first, like, turn of the year that we were in this home, uh, Ellen and I did for, for New Year's. We took a weekend and we rewatched the entire MCU to date. Oh, yeah. Ju right. Just the films. And that was something where at the time, and even now there's only been a couple more added, so this is still theoretically doable, although the longer it goes, the, the less it is. But you could do an entire launch through of the MCU, like phases one through four or whatever, if, whatever it currently was, uh, in a weekend if you really committed the time to it and just said, we're, we're like, we're barely going to stop to like eat and use the bathroom. Otherwise, like we're going to just like watch these movies. Yeah, jam on. Yep. 
But if you start to add in the TV shows, and especially if you start to figure out, okay, like what now is technically canon now that the the Netflix shows have been moved to to Disney Plus, and now you have like several of the you know Disney Plus originals all uh, in the mix, like right, and like, now the Daredevil is officially canon because Daredevil yep. was in Spider Man, like which if like so that's the thing though is if Daredevil is canon. All of the defenders are canon now because, because Daredevil interacts yep. with with all of them with with Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock, yep. uh, who is now formally in the MCU, which I love because yep. I think Charlie Cox has just been fantastic as Daredevil. Yeah, uh, well, and, and Vincent D'Onofrio as uh, Kingpin. They're both. Oh my god! In that, I love so him. like that's another like now we know that they're there too. Yeah, so all of that is now canon. Like figuring out like not only where does that fit into the order, but like also like. Blocking out the time for like full seasons of TV shows and three seasons. Now you're talking about like a week long at minimum endeavor to try to to rewatch the the MCU or like to, if you're trying to to get into it now. Now you literally have like over a decade's worth of material to to catch up on, and like that is a a lengthy undertaking. And so like yeah like rewatchability on the shows like they're fantastic shows and they are worth rewatching. But it was, it's really hard to, like, mentally and emotionally commit to doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I just saw a uh, uh, a funny meme the other day um, that was uh, talking about, like, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on. I got to pull it up because it is pretty funny. It. Do I it. Find you it, won't. You don't even know how. I, I literally at the moment. Yeah. So it just <laughs> says, like, uh, just bought my Doctor Strange 2 ticket without my girl. You ain't about to have me explaining 14 years of Marvel movies in the theaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this was tweeted by your boy Eddie on Twitter. Um, uh, but for real, right? Like, like imagine going to this and then being like, wait, who is that? Like, yeah, that's, that's Doctor Strange. <laughs> like, I, can't, like, I don't have the patience for that. I want to I want to be hunting Easter eggs. And God forbid you missed out on what if because now you've got Strange Supreme and you've got and like his storyline and, and we like, know that he's Strange Supreme is in the movie. We also mm-hmm. see Zombie uh, Strange in Multiverse of Madness. That's also in the trailer, you which know? I absolutely love. That what if went there and that, that they did Marvel Zombies like that is mm, it's chef's great. Kiss. Yeah. Uh, and, and like the other thing is, you know, if you are not a comic book fan and maybe you have kids or maybe you watch it anyways, but you have the, uh, the, the Marvel, um, animated shows, uh, that was like spider Gwen and stuff like that. It begins with an R and I can't remember what it was called, not runaways, but it's something else. Um, but that had America Chavez in it. And so you see oh, her yeah, whole yeah, backstory yeah. in yep. that. Cause she pairs up with spider Gwen and, uh, Falcon, um, the kid Captain America one and uh, a couple and uh, Captain Marvel is like the leader of that group, which I actually wanted to watch that. And I never it, it uh, is on Disney too. plus they're is shorts. Okay. Yeah, they're shorts. Yeah. I mean, like each episode is only like three minutes long, but there's all of America Chavez and you can see America Chavez being badass and Spider Gwen so fucking yes. go spider. Like that was the coolest part of seeing Spider Gwen instead of Spider-Man and talking about how it, it's the flip flop for her. So she's. She was the one who got bitten by the spider mm-hmm. and she goes to save Peter, her friend, and he ends up dying mm-hmm. uh, while like they were fighting the lizard or something like that, you know? So I, th- I think that's really cool. Like yeah. it was really great. I wish I could remember the name of that uh, show, but it is on Disney plus animated Marvel's uh, something with an R. I can't yeah. remember what it is. I thought like, 
I think I think we talked about this. Did you watch Runaways? I did watch Runaways. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I liked Runaways. One of the parents in Runaways was actually the uh, the Borg Queen in Picard. Oh, that's cool. Uh, one yeah. of the other parents is uh, Spike from uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yep. Yep. They. Yeah, I, I feel like. Marston. Like uh, a good number of those those actors have been in in other things that would be recognizable. Uh, really well cast. Um, iffy on the story. It felt a little bit a little bit drawn out, but like there was there was definitely something there. And I wouldn't say that it isn't worth watching. It's it is a very different vibe, and like it it they lean really well into a, the the Southern California aesthetic too for it, which I, I think is cool. I, I feel like visually all of the Marvel shows and movies do a great job of capturing the the aesthetic and the energy of where they're set, whether it be you know in New York or London or Los Angeles or whatever like they they do a really good job of that so uh it it stands out for better or worse yeah it it definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about Marvel runways is, uh, runaways is it was good, but I very much was like, when it's just the kids talking, there was a lot of moments where I'm like, wait a minute, am I too old for this show? Like, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Had to be yeah. like, wait, I, I kind of can't relate anymore. This is getting weird. <laughs> so good. It was really, it was, uh, I mean, wh- how can you relate to a bunch of teens with superpowers? Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, it, it still was kind of like, oh, wait. Um, and I'm I was like, can you blank. just show the dinosaur again? Like, that's all I really wanted to see. <laughs> dinosaur was great. I'm drawing a blank, but wasn't there uh, also a crossover uh, with um, Cloak and Dagger? Yes, yep. Which I think, honestly, like, didn't get the the time and attention that it deserved. Because I, I, think that, I think that there was a really good story there that they didn't really get to explore. But so that, so Runaways was on Hulu, but Cloak and Dagger wasn't. Where it was, was Freeform. It was Freeform. And I think that's why, is I but think the, it kind of sank over on that network. You could still watch it on Hulu though, because that's where I yeah. watched it. Well, because ABC like, used to, at the time, it was ABC yeah. and Fox used to own like joint venture Hulu and now only Fox, or now only Disney owns Hulu. Yeah. So, but like, like, it felt like you you could say that these existed in the same universe. Yep. But they like had actively planned it so that they didn't have to, and like it just it, it felt like for for the longest time, Marvel's television uh, strategy was just too disjointed until Disney Plus, until the the Marvel originals on Disney Plus. Yeah. And then they they started to like you know, get some sort of a you know a cohesive uh experienced across the shows and the movies and whatnot and then figuring out how that they were how they were able to bring in the the excellent uh, netflix shows into the canon i still don't know what the fuck they're going to do about agents of shield i kind of want that to just have been like an alternate universe thing because uh my girl bobby morris did not get the treatment she deserved mockingbird is a fucking badass character and i just she yeah. was just relegated as kind of a, a bogus side character in that show it's uh, I, you know, uh, so Chloe Bennett, who played uh, Quake or uh, Daisy in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who I would say arguably the show was basically about her and Coulson, essentially, because yeah. she's episode one is Coulson going to get her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, uh, there's been many times where people have been like, oh, Chloe, like, are, are you going to come back to be Quake? And she's like, I don't know, but I don't know if she's saying like, I don't know as in like, oh my God, Kevin Feige, please. Or if it's like, maybe I, there are plans down the line. Cause like, I know there was talks of, 
of making her just a full on, like instead of being inhuman, because I think they, I think Marvel has pretty much been like, Inhumans, what are you talking about? We never had a property like that. Even the comics, we sank those. I have no idea what you're saying. Never heard that word before in my life. Anyways, mutants. (laughs) Uh, I feel like maybe they might reintroduce something i know that you know clark gregg uh who who played agent colson also there's like a there's a lot of talk where he was like i would totally come back like you know as a thing you know because he he was i mean he was in uh captain marvel yeah um you know so like there is the possibility i feel like uh uh when they do the um secret invasion like that's that's where they should totally like clark gregg and and uh and chloe bennett should be back for that like that's a great that's a really good way to bring back agents of shield yeah um but we'll see uh changing gears a little bit yeah i went to the movies the other day or no i rented a movie the other day oh very very good movie uh has somebody we both love in it Brittany snow uh who is chloe from pitch perfect Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah she was in that movie x uh, where it's basically um, this group, this you know, group of people go rent a house in the middle of nowhere, Texas, to make a porno oh, film, and there's like yeah, a seventies yeah, yeah. porno. Yep, that movie was. Listen, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is it's a very straightforward like horror slasher film, right? Okay. It it wasn't like there was nothing supernatural about it. There was nothing that like. Like I watched it and I was like, oh, that's unique. Aside from like how they filmed things, mm-hmm. it was just fucking creepy and it was just done really well and it was funny and the visuals of it were really good. Kid Cuddy's in it, who <laughs> it's just so funny because like it's fucking Kid Cuddy, but like he, his whole character is just kind of like, someone will say something and he'd be like, you know, that's right. And like, that's it. <laughs> like, that's all he kind of said for the whole movie or someone to be like, you know, oh, blah, like, I don't know, like, are are you okay with this? Like, you know, watching your, your, cause like the director's girlfriend is like Kid Cudi is like the star, like the male star of the porno film. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so all the women that are there or, you know, they got to sleep with them, you know, on camera and the directors or the producers, uh, girlfriend is one of them. And, and, you know, this, uh, one of the, like the new girls that's there, she's just running sound. She's not actually, um, like in the movie. And she's like, are you okay with this? Like, you know, like that. And the director was like, it's just business, you know, as long as he's only doing it while the camera's rolling. And he just goes, hey, you know, that's right. It's just so funny because it was like, he never really had any actual lines. There was like one scene where he, where he actually like talks to somebody and he has a, like a conversation. And it was really cool because he was like once a Marine, always a Marine. And they're like trying to find someone and it's, you know, late at night. And he says a couple of things. But for the most of the movie, it was just very amusing to me that you're just like, hey, right? Yeah. Ah, that's my line. That's it. Now I'll shake my head and wander off. Dying to show you a good time. Uh, so, fun fact, uh, tying this into uh, other things that we've we've referenced throughout the, the, the lifetime of this show, the writer and director, Ty West, uh, known primarily for, like, directing uh, horror, uh, TV, and, and, like, short films, stuff like that, like, did an episode of The Passage, did, like, an episode, or one of the, the shorts in the, the VHS, and one of the shorts in the oh. ABCs of Death, and, like, an episode of Scream, the TV series, et cetera, et cetera. Also has, has a short uh, acting resume, 
was the douchey character in uh, uh, Drinking Buddies. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. I was like, wait a second. This guy looks kind of familiar. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like you, you take away the, the, um, like the, the, like kind of rugged persona that he has in his, uh, like profile picture and you, you dig a little bit deeper and you're like, wait a second. Wait oh, up. I know this guy. <laughs> no, but that's cool. That, that, that's, that actually sounds really interesting. And I, I keep seeing the, the poster for X around and, and thinking it looks, uh, looks interesting. Yeah. I, it's, it's really cool movie because there's a lot of like, it's one of those movies where it starts at the end, you know, and like you see, you see what everything is, but mm -hmm. also, you know, no spoilers, but also there was like this ongoing like thing where you see like this, this TV pastor and he's talking about sin and everybody's living in sin mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. really weird. And, and at the very, very end, they like throw in a curveball about that guy, about like that broadcast. And so it was kind of like, wait. No, wait, go back. Like, <laughs> hang on. I think you should talk more about that. Because it was kind of like, a, all right, well, we've ended the movie and we've wrapped things up nicely. Oh, hey, one more thing. That. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, bye. And you're like, wait, no, no, no. What? What? You can't just leave saying that. Like, That's hang on. Great. Go back and go back. And it didn't, like, ruin the movie or make it seem weird. It was just kind of one of those, like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> So it was really, it was really cool. So highly recommend it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, might still be in theaters some places. Um, but rent it if you, if you like slasher movies, I mean, it is a gory movie, you know, it's a, it's a murder, you know, it's a slasher film. The, yeah. It is gory. It's an A24 film. It's fucking gory. There's also a lot of nudity and just straight up sex, uh, because they're shooting a porno and Which, they, you see it happen. So. You know, it is really difficult to to have a, a porn without a lot of sex. So, like, so you would think that, and I know I've mentioned this before, but Amazon Prime and Tubi both have these things where they have porn movies, like okay. modern porn movies, but they edit out all of the all of the sex, so the movies end up being like forty minutes long. There's a ton of them on there, so it's really weird because like. You'll I, see I them, remember you telling me about this. Yeah, but it's so weird because you'll see them talk and they're like, oh, well, you know, here we are at the office and blah, blah, blah. You know, no, that's great. Well, uh, would you like to file this? I know it's a big file, but I think I can fit it. Bounce, chicka, chicka, bam, boom. Anyways, so we were off at the other thing. It's like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Because it'll just like cut like instantly to the next scene that would have been. So like you see like, you know, the woman will like go to take her shirt off and then the very next scene, like she's just instantly putting it back on and she's like, well, anyways, uh, I gotta be going. And you're like, wait, what the fuck just happened? That is so amazing. so weird. Um, I, I don't know if it's like, like, I'm trying to think of the reason why they would do it. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just like another revenue stream, like get number of plays or if it's like for them, they're like, well, this is a marketing thing. Cause now you're going to want to go, you're, you've watched this shit, our pirate movie that had none of the actual sex in it, but it like almost like it just like you, like they just take off their clothes like briefly and then it instantly another scene. And you're like, well, now I want to see the whole movie and maybe you'll go off and buy the movie. I don't know. Or is it an attempt to legitimize the filmmaking aspect of like story driven pornography? Like I will tell you uh, if like that's the case, they uh, need to try again. 
<laughs> they are failing. Because they are so uh, like, really bad. I feel like there has to be some adult filmmakers out there that are really trying, like, they, they really want to tell a story. They're, like, they're leaning into, obviously, like, this is pornography. This is, you know, adult film. This is going to be, like, heavily sexual content. There's going to be lots of hardcore graphic penetration. But, like, I really have this story that I want to tell. I feel like those people are out there. Oh, totally. Uh, and, like, the industry does them no favors. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, there is. Uh, uh, I gotta find it. Um, so there is a movie. Hang on, is this the one? Yeah. So there is a movie called The Pornographer. Um, <laughs> it is a uh, French film, and the the film is is about this um, director. Uh, so so I'll read the IMDb description. Um, Jacques Laurent made pornographic films in the seventies and eighties, but had to put it aside for twenty years. His, his artistic ideas born of the 60s counterculture had elevated the entire genre but the thing is is now he comes back uh after 20 years to make um porn again but this time he's wanting to do it from like a filmmaker perspective and so he keeps trying to like goad the actors into like acting and the producer will step in and be like just just fucker like what are you doing he's like no 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 like i really want to see the like let's do a close-up of her face and he's like no like go a close-up of her ass what are you doing like and it's him being like uh and it's like him kind of and he like talks to his son about it and stuff it's it's actually it was a really good movie a really good french movie came out in 2001 it used to be on tubi now it looks like you can only watch it uh for rent but it's only like three bucks if if that at all interests you watch the movie. It actually was a really good movie because it, most of the movie is like him being like, but I want to make real movies and someone being like, yeah, but all you've made is smut for 30 years. Like make more smut. Um, good movie. And it is, I mean, just straight up porn. Like you do very much see it all happen. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. But a good movie. Good French movie. Um, um yeah. Shift, shifting gears one final time. Yeah. Um, after a, a lengthy hiatus, uh, Atlanta is back. Yeah, they, they have a new season recently. Yeah, season three. And yeah, we we finally got around to to watching it. And now, when I first started watching Atlanta, I I think because uh, uh, the the creator and main character, I expected it to be a little bit more on the comedic side. Yeah, only to learn that it, it it is more drama. There there are definitely some great funny moments. There's some really great writing. I loved the the first couple of seasons of it. Uh, we we went to watch season three a couple nights ago, uh, and I will tell you that I was already not in a good headspace. And this season is fucking dark, like. Ooh. Jordan Peele presents sort of dark oh, and like we got through two episodes. I was like, I can't do this right now. I really can't like, this is really good storytelling, but Holy fuck. This will like, this will break me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just not expecting it at all. And like, again, there's some great funny moments and there's really, really great writing, but yeah. they took it places where I was just not emotionally equipped to handle. And like, Woof. <laughs> uh, you know, I I fucking love Donald Glover, uh but you know, that is definitely Atlanta's I think the only is the show I have not yet watched and every time I say that people are like, "Oh my god, you would love Atlanta." And I know that I would, but like I also know how dramatic it is and I feel mm -hmm. like I would get torn apart by watching it, but I kind of want to still because I love I Donald Glover. 
I can 100% recommend watching the first couple seasons. Uh, season three, I mean, I've only watched two episodes. Just, you know, brace yourself. Make sure you're in a good place. Uh, Caleb, I'm never in a good place. Well, then don't this watch season three. This is horrible advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am in the bad place like 90% <laughs> of my my days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that that was uh, that was my my adventure. I, th- I think we immediately tried to find like, oh, I I told you we were watching Human Resources. Yeah, uh, like the you know from the creators of Bad Mouth. Uh, we just immediately went to that because I'm like, well, we uh, just need something <laughs> yeah. something fucking stupid. <laughs> right, right, definitely. But, oh my god. Oh boy. Well. Uh, We got a brand new episode coming out this Sunday. It's the last of April before we switch gears from blockbusters to multiverse movies. So uh, keep a lookout for that. Uh, You know, if you have not hit subscribe, make sure to do so. We have brand new episodes every Thursday and Friday. uh, So you definitely want to be tuning in for that. Make sure to hit subscribe. Follow us on social media. Links down below. Uh, And of course, if you've done all that, make sure to share with 100,000 of your closest friends. You know, it really is the least you can do. Minimum. It's just a click. Uh, It's a mass text. Uh, Thanks a lot for joining us, everyone, and we will see you on Sunday. father's tragic past, hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month we bring a new short story to life in a full cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition, and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.